I'd actually like Pete to do this intro just because I, as I said, I am nervous now <laughs> because I'm very bad at the opener. Well, no, you have to do the podcast with two best friends okay. because that's how you start every week. And then can you do the rest? Yeah. Okay, nice. Here we go. I'm ready when you are. Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast with two bestest pals the world has ever seen, Peter James Wicks and Sam Thompson. Yours truly. Sam's a bit nervous about doing the intro now, so he's asked me to do it, so I'm going to read direct off the cards. <laughs> Explicit note. Brackets. Make it fun. <laughs> this episode contains swearing, adult themes and the occasional consumption of alcohol. I will be drinking and I will be swearing. If you don't like it, go for yourselves. Uh, remember, this is this is another bit we've got here. As well as listening, you can watch us now too. The full video is released on YouTube every Friday after the audio is out every Monday. So make sure you follow us on Instagram, which is Stay Relevant Podcast. TikTok, Stay Relevant Podcast. YouTube, search Stay Relevant Podcast. Like, review, do all that crap. Are we not on something else now? Are we not? Oh, we're on Snappy C. Snapchat. No, it's Snappy C. Sorry? We're on Snappy C. Snapchat. Okay. Yeah, no, I understood. I just didn't understand why you were saying Snappy C. Because that's what the kids call it. Okay, excellent. So we're on Snappy C. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for Snappy C... Is we just, have news for you. What's it? What's the name of it on Snappy C? Staying Relevant. Oh, it's just Staying Relevant. Great. Also, we're going to be doing a first birthday episode. As you can tell, not even anyone that works on the show is excited about it because that was the most delayed, insincere, give a fuck clap I've ever heard in my life. But yes, we are going to be, what, one years old? We're going to be one year old. So for the first birthday episode, we want to hear your favourite Sam and Pete Staying Relevant podcast moments. Send us a DM on Instagram at Staying Relevant Podcast as we'll be revealing our top five. A greatest hits, if you will, question mark. Really well written, Charlotte. I enjoyed it. I actually think we should just read off the cards more often because it sounds a lot more professional than the crap we do. That is an awful T-shirt. It's not. Don't start the podcast on a negative, Pete. It just After is. such a brilliant intro, don't do that. It's just a really bad T-shirt again. Um, again? <laughs> what do you mean again? Your outfits are just getting worse and worse and worse. It's Literally, like the producer said to me earlier, she went, that's really your colour. Really? Yeah, well, on my life. Did you? The producer's got sweaty feet because she has little furry boots on, all right? Little furry boots and a mini skirt today. Yeah. Very nice. I'm really, really appreciating it. Um, what would your top episode be? My top episode. Excellent. Let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, opening conversation. We're going to keep this rolling today. What have we both been up to? Well, I, I do it's just... nice to follow an, an actual way of doing it, Pete isn't it? loves a fucking plan. Honestly, yeah. I've never we seen... use these more. Loves a routine. I, I do have to quickly just restate, though, the fact that we are on Snappy C now. We're on Snapchat, and uh, we get quite a few views already, which is amazing. So all you've got to do is type in Staying Relevant on Snapchat, and then click subscribe, and you get all of our episodes, every single one of them. Pete, do you have Snapchat? No. <laughs> well... I do. No. So lovely. Um, sorry, do we earn money off of it? No, yeah, they are. I absolutely love Snappy. <laughs> um, honestly, it's such a good platform. And we do have, though, a year of Pete turning up and paying money to be here because it's going to be our birthday, as we've just said. Uh, we're going to be one year old. We have accomplished so much in a year. We really have. Don't look at me like that. We have. Listener's what? Choice Award nearly won it. Lost it. Yeah, but nearly won it. Lost. Nearly did, though. Okay, so in a year, we've accomplished a loss. <laughs> yeah, and Not just to my bank balance, but also just to the, the general public. We've had, some, we've had some viral clips. 
No, we haven't. I sneezed on Joe Marler once. That did all right. <laughs> sneezed on Joe Marler. Anything else? Well, off the top of my head. So sorry. So the you're valuing the success of this podcast based on sneezing on <laughs> yeah, no, no. a current rugby World Cup hero. <laughs> so what have we been up to? Well, I'd like to start. Okay, excellent. Can't wait for this. Are we going to start with the uh, the other time I saw you this week? Do you want to start with that? I got Pete to come round to mine two days ago for moral support. <laughs> he came all the way down. It took him two hours to come from Essex because I was about to go for this kidney scan. He came two hours to Essex to come and sit in my kitchen <laughs> and walk across the zebra crossing for a TikTok video. <laughs> I had to apologise to him afterwards. Genuinely, it's that's not a liar. Um, and actually, he sent me a, quite a long-winded message after it. Uh, in fact, I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> this is the kind of friend that I am, all right, in comparison to Sam. Uh, the last time that I did anything that I asked Sam to go to, he didn't turn up. No, that's how I was working. However, Wednesday, this was after I'd seen him. This is how long the messages are, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, I just heard a faint. Uh, yeah, I heard, I heard whispering, murmurings in the back. So, so this was after I'd been telling him for three weeks that he doesn't have kidney disease. Mate, I don't have kidney disease. <laughs> I'm so fucking relieved. I do have acute kidney injury, but that's fine. It'll get better. Thank you so much for being there today. I feel so sorry that I put you through that. When you say I don't care and I find it funny, I promise you I don't. There's funny for a video and there's actual selfishness. I can, which I completely have been. I'm genuinely sorry for making you come all the way to walk across a road. I promise it won't happen again. I'm also here for you with all the stuff you're going through. Please let me know if you need to speak to me. You're my brother. You're one of the most important people in my life. And I love you. Again, mate. Because yeah, yeah, said then, sorry no, Double down. I'm so fucking sorry for ruining your day. Every time I think about how far you come to do that, it makes me feel so fucking shit. I'm so sorry. I did reply. I put, don't go on. <laughs> That's literally his reply. His reply after all of that was don't go on. Well, I kept the picture. I thought we were like going to open up and talk feelings. I felt so bad. He came all the way down and actually it really did clock to me because we did this really shit TikTok video and I went, well, that's us done then. And he went, I've come all the way from Essex to do that one tiny thing. And I went, I'm so sorry. And he walked ahead of me. And as he's walking off, he went, you're not sorry. You find it funny. As, as he walked off, and I, honestly, I wanted to die inside. I, it's like someone had disintegrated my soul. Because I promised him the, the week before that I would come and do one of his silly little video things. I moved a meeting, <laughs> just so you know, because it was the only day that you could do and that you had Ted there. So I moved a meeting to come into London to do that. Um, and do then you want got, to see what we did? It's not even funny. <laughs> If you put it in that context, that's your fucking good TikTok video. <laughs> yeah. And I felt so guilty that I actually genuinely had to apologise to him. And I felt so bad. Does this look like a man that feels bad or guilty? No, no, sorry. Sorry. I am really bad. I do feel, and I'd like to publicly apologise. I'll never put you in that position ever again. You are the best friend. You really are. You came to me when I thought I was dying and you literally were there for me. Despite knowing that he wasn't dying. And there was nothing wrong with it. My kidneys are actually functioning quite well. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable. Hey, do you want to hear it? Unbelievable. Before Wednesday, before he got his diagnosis, I just I know that they're just not working properly. <laughs> I can feel it. Then someone said, no, you're actually fine. Suddenly they're working quite well. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Do you want to know something worse? I made, I made Zara leave her strictly training early to come and sit with me at the doctor's. 
She came all the way from Strictly Training and came and sat with me at the doctors just for the guy to go, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> it was a really tough week. For everyone but you, yeah. on the sounds of it. Anyway. I love my girlfriend. I love my best friend so much. I'm so lucky. That's yeah. me done. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. We actually also, I don't know whether, Pete, we need to apologise to the listener or we need to be like, what an episode. It was the most chaotic thing I think I've ever been a part of my entire life. And if you managed to get anything from that, I'm really surprised. I forgot most of it at the time. Uh, so but intense. I did see a clip online uh, where Anna seemed up for masturbation. That scared me and worried me because I don't remember that happening for a start. But also, I just never heard Anna say that. So um, it's just a sign of how fucking weird that podcast was. But it didn't end there. I'll be honest with you. I went out. Shock. For a drink, quick drink. Um, with uh, Louisa and Anna, um, which turned into me going to buy a suit and going to a charity dinner. Uh, with Louisa Lucy, who um, uh, works here, and uh, and Anna. So I, I, I went for a couple of drinks. We had a good time. And then they said, why don't you come to this charity do tonight? You know the person that's hosting it. And I didn't know the person that's hosting it. It's over at Nobu. I said, well, I'm not really dressed for it because I just had like a, a little black outfit on. And um, uh, so I went to Oxford Street and bought myself a suit. I spent £1,500. <laughs> Pete spent £1,500 to keep the party going. To keep the party going. Because he went, for, he went for a beer. That's the most expensive, let's just keep the party going, I think I've ever seen in my life. Because I, I have a thing about suits. I like suits. And I don't buy suits off the peg. So it was a real struggle to try and get this. So I, 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 I had to buy shoes. I had to buy a full suit. I had to buy the whole fucking thing. I had to buy some aftershave. I had to buy a full fucking thing. So I, I went and did that and I, I had had a couple of beers at that point. So I wasn't really thinking about the fact that I was spending £1,500 just to keep the party going. But I did do that. Uh, and, and you then, say it was an almost quite a shit suit as well. Oh, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But it was more about the fit. The one, you know, because I couldn't get it tailored in time and all the rest of it. So I just had to try and make do with what I had. I looked a little bit like, because they just told me, I said, well, you know, what's the dress code? And they said, well, look, it's a suit thing. So I said, okay, fine. So I went and looked like I'd just stepped off a yacht. I had a, like a cream blazer on, some navy sort of um, uh, trousers, and I looked like I'd just come from Capri. It was lovely. Uh, really nice, as if I'd just been to a wedding in the Amalfi Coast. Can I, I put this into a little bit of perspective, though? Because I was at the podcast. I finished at about 2pm. The time difference between 2pm and Charity Ball was about eight hours. <laughs> five hours. It's five, five hours. It's not five seven. hours, right? So we leave... Pete just goes, yeah, yeah, we'll go for a drink in this bar. So they dive into a bar, literally right next to the podcast studio. Next thing I know, two hours later, Pete's like, I'm on my way to buy a suit. I'm going to this charity ball. You didn't sound like you needed your arm twisted that much to go to this thing. No, I did. I said, no, I can't do that. And so go on. I went, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um... So I did put up some resistance. But anyway, so, so there's me looking like I've just been to a wedding on the Amalfi Coast. Um, I turn up, it's black tyre. No, no. <laughs> Full black tie. Bow ties, the fucking lot. Full gowns. Jesus. Uh, genuinely, never felt as uncomfortable in my entire life. Uh, Did you get a good reception when you walked in? Did you go, oh, it's pee wigs? Uh, what do you mean? Did you get like, oh, it's pee wigs? Why, why would I get, oh, pee wigs? 
Well, I don't know. Just like, Why would people be breathing under their breath my name? Well, I don't know. You're I don't think of, that's ever happened when I've walked in. You're a bit there. of an icon now. No, no. There was, there was like, important people there. Um, and rich people. They don't give a fuck. Uh, met all of Louisa and Anna's kind of friends. Anna's husband, Alex, what a fucking lovely guy. Louisa's husband, Andrew, lovely guy. All of their friends, the ones that went on the kind of the boat trip and all the rest of it. I think I'll be going. Something I, got, I, I really wanted to get invited to. They said no. Pete messaged me the next day. He's in the WhatsApp group. Yeah. The gasps tell you everything you need to know. Yeah. Be fabulous time anyway. Um, <laughs> lots of people there. I'm going to wear the double-breasted blazer when I get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and just end up quite, quite drunk. I got home um, at about 3.30 a.m. Good night. Had fun. Can't remember a lot. Quite drunk. Started the podcast. Carried on. It was that chaos, minus Sam screaming, um, for the rest of the night. Um, everyone was quite chaotic. Liv Bentley was there. Fran Allen was there. Billy and Sam Fairs were there. All them sort of people. Um, and it was very good. It was for a very good cause. Um, and I really enjoyed myself. So that was just a random little expensive night out for me. Very expensive. Tried to take the suit back. It's covered in shit. Oh, no. Not actual shit. I mean, drinks and stuff. Can't do that. So, problem. I have also got, though, that nice pair of shoes I bought, though. So, you know. Every cloud. Every cloud. Staying relevant. Yeah. That's this thing. Yeah. That this we thing do. got behind us. This yeah. legendary banner we have behind us. Should we, uh, should we move on to something huge? We have huge news. Oh Massive news. Why are now, you saying old God? Because because it's not just me. The listener will now know that whenever you say we have huge news, <laughs> news it means that there's fuck all happening and that you're trying to big thing up that's not important. We have huge news. We hosted the Pride of Britain red carpet. <laughs> We're relevant, baby! We got offered out. What? What do you mean we got offered out? We got offered out. Got the offer. Yeah, we told them that. Yeah. So we did it. Yeah. Sam turned up in the one tux that he has. I looked fucking smart. People confused him for a waiter. But, yeah, no, you did look smart. You didn't wear Crocs. It was good. It yeah. was nice. I went a little bit rogue. He went fucking rogue. Can I, can I, can I, I went say a little bit rogue. Up in? I can, hold on. No, hold but on. no, 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 no. Listen, you cannot say a fucking word in that T-shirt. I don't know if you've seen the pictures because you are my stylist. Okay, you, I think, I feel like you'd enjoy it. Okay, enjoy right, it. so... I rock up. I'm in black tie. Bearing in mind, the or no, not yet. The organiser of the event has said, "Do you know what, Sam? You turned up last year um, in a black tie, and I think it looked really smart. So I think actually we go black ties again this time around." So I was like, "Okay, sweet." So no, so I let, let me get my bit out. Do you want to do it chronologically? So yeah, so we we hosted the Pride of Britain red carpet, which was you know you've done it before. Don't play it down. Um, it's no, huge. Well, uh, listen, all I'm going to say is that the time that Sam hosted it last year was the first time he'd ever been. This was my tenth year of the Pride of Britain, and the first time that they've trusted me with a fucking microphone. Uh, understandable because I can be unpredictable. <laughs> but pre this, we'll get to the actual night. But pre this. We had a photo shoot. We did. Which was interesting. So my friend was the photographer. He's also photographed Sam before. Lovely guy, James Rudland. Um, and we had it with me, you and Jude, Jude McCall, who's wonderful. She hosts it every year and has been hosting it for God knows how long. Do you want to talk about the photo shoot first, your experience in the photo shoot? I had a really, really good time. When I first got told that we were doing a duo photo shoot, I went, fuck me, we're on deck. 
I mean, it was actually a trio photo shoot because G was there as well. But like, where me and Pete don't normally do shoots together, so it was a really exciting time for all involved. Um, so I got up quite early. Uh, I had some cornflakes ready for the day. Turned up, was a little bit early actually to the actual shoot itself, and got just got to know everyone on the team and stuff like that. And um, whacked my suit on. Then Pete arrived, and that's when the magic happened. We did three different outfit choices. Uh, I had a suit option, I had a tux option, and then I had a tux without any bow tie option, which was quite cool. So that was, it was two options, one without a tie. Yeah. <laughs> then, and then they asked me to mount Pete. And this is where it got fun. No, this is not where it got fun. It's where it got fun. So it was Pride of Britain. So there was a bulldog there as well, who was fabulous. We loved the bulldog. Yep. The bulldog was great, looked great. Jude looked fabulous. Um, I, uh, I did all right. Um, Sam was there. Um, it, it, we did the normal photos, which was, which was fine. And then it got to, do you know what would be really funny if, if uh, you know, Sam jumps on Pete's back? <laughs> Why would that be funny? <laughs> The sweating that Pete started but, doing as well. What's that got to do with Pride of Britain? <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Sam then proceeded to jump on my back. Um, and uh, it's great, actually, when you do things like that. Because Sam, you know, I'm not a particularly big guy. And Sam is a similar size to me. So it was really great when people go, all right, yeah, get on the back. And weren't ready for the photo. So I would then be stood there for 15 minutes whilst holding Sam on my back for absolutely no reason. Um, that was really good. But um, I really enjoyed that because all the pictures I'm sweating profusely. But you know, that wasn't enough, though, because i tell you what else is really proud of Britain. Why don't you hold him? Why? Why? Why, why would I do that? So I am then carrying him like a small child who's fallen asleep at the dinner table and I've had to carry to bed, <laughs> all right? But yet again, it's funny. It's just they're not ready for the pictures, are they? <laughs> um, I've got to try and find some of these photos. So, so we'll, we'll, actually, we'll get onto the photos in a minute because I've got some bits in the photos. Um, so then there's balloons everywhere and it's red, white and blue and all that sort of crap and the photos are looking fine. Anyway, we then kind of go and the, and the photo shoot was done and that's great. So then we get the photos through. <laughs> Now, I said to my management, because they normally send it to your management, I say, just pick the ones where I, I look interested. Um, so they've done that. Sam's management. One of Sam's agents, uh, so I've heard, had to go through and choose the best ones. Um, and apparently I was stunning in all of them. Um, it was a lot harder to choose a shot where Sam looked good. I don't want to say that you don't look good, but this, to me, is not what Pride of Britain's about. <laughs> Now, the worst part of this is this is when Sam is mounting me. <laughs> Not sure whether that had an impact on the face. <laughs> the double chins. That's um, not my fault. It's just a couple of chins. It's um, your pictures. I don't understand why you're so bad at it as well, because you do a lot of photo shoots now. Because I get excited when I smile. You don't even open your mouth. Yeah, but I just don't understand. You don't show teeth. But you don't, well, uh, that's why. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I, that's just unbridled happiness, mate. I was going to say something else then that go in the vault, but I won't. Do you know what? It's also because I've got no beard at that point as well, so I look real smooth. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. It's really... got nothing to do with the beard. It does. It's it does. the facial expressions that are just completely unnecessary. So anyway, so that was the photo shoot, and the photo shoot was used to say that we were doing it, and as you can imagine, no one cared. Um, but what we then had to do um, was we had to do like a pre-the-actual pre, pre the actual night, we had to do a quick uh, Zoom call 
Jude, Sam, myself, um, Amber, the delightful lady. Yep. Um, and some other people about the actual uh, event on the Sunday. And this was on like a Wednesday, I think it was. Well, this is where I think I take over. Because I might not be very photogenic, Pete, but what I am is professional. Right, okay. No, 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 Sam, 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 Sam. Pete, let's not lie. Let's just hold on a minute. Professional is what we're what you're going Yes, to, absolutely. Professional. Yeah. Okay. Everyone remembers the NTA's content. Yeah. <laughs> all right? It wasn't that long ago. All right? And if you also want to go and professional, we'll also get on to the Pride of Britain. But let's <laughs> let, let's carry on with the professionalism of Sam. Okay, well fine. I get on a Zoom, right? So as Pete's just very like well said, he's you know, we all have to get on a Zoom and talk about the Pride of Britain and what it like, entails and all that kind of stuff, how the night's going to go. Anyway, Pete is on holiday at this point, right? So I put on my laptop, they're all already on the Zoom. Pete's a little bit late. So Pete's the last person to turn up on this Zoom. So you get voice first before video. There's a bit of commotion in the background. Bear in mind, it's the pride of Britain. It's like quite a big deal and it's like quite a serious topic. All the organisers are there. Pete's late. The black screen comes up with doosh, 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 doosh. All right, yeah, no, give me a sec, just doing a Zoom. Dude, yeah, no, I'll have two souls, two souls, thank you, yeah, yeah, nice. Doosh, 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 doosh. And then the, the video flashes up. Pete is in the sea in some Greek, fuck, in some Greek beach club up to his nipples in the sea with his head slicked back, two recedes fucking far down the head. A beer in one hand, a fag in the other. Douche, 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 douche. All right, yeah, no, I'm really sorry. I'm just on holiday at the moment, but yeah, I can still hear you. It's fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, babe, give me a second. I'll just two seconds. Just drop the beer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it started. That is how it started. He's propped himself up, and I swear this is true. He's propped himself up against a rock in the sea. Um, <laughs> there in, was a rock in the sea. In my defence... I, it was a last, I didn't know that this Zoom was happening. And then I said, yeah, of course I can jump on. Um, that's fine. I am, however, away at the minute. Um, I didn't, I, I, I didn't know that it automatically does the video. I assumed that I'd switch the video off. Um, because they were greeted with that. <laughs> it's the rock that he's leaning against as well. Um, I it, love. It's not just the rock, it's the... If you look in the corner, there's a beer that I perched on the rock. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so not not ideal. Not the best start. Not ideal, but um, have you got a packet of sausages on the floor? Yeah, just in case you get hungry. What in the fuck is going on? Because you always get beer. I thought I'd have some cocktail sausages just in case. Don't deviate. Right. Um, so, so anyway, douche, so, so, douche, douche, douche. But, but that was fine. We get that done. However, I, I do just want to point, despite the fact that I was uh, away and I was on holiday, which is very rare for me. I don't often go away. I just needed a couple of days away. Um, I had read all the, just going to open your cocktail sausages. All right. Sorry about that in the background. Um, that's Sam just munching on a little sausage. Um, oh, excellent. You finished? How are they for you? Good? Absolutely banging. Yeah, good. Nice. Go uh, no, I don't. I don't eat sausages, do I? Oh, yeah, you're veggie, aren't you? So despite that, I had read all of the winner's stories and everything else. Had you? Yeah. I had read all of the winner's stories and, and, and the brief of what we were supposed to be doing. Had you? Yeah. Are you going to do this to me? Yes. No. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, rude. I am. I mean, you did question my professionalism <laughs> a minute ago. Granted, I was stranded in the sea on a rock. Granted, I was surrounded by some beers. Granted, there were some Greek operas going on in the background. Opa! Opa. Um, it was a very fun time. I was enjoying myself, but I was there. Anyway, so, had you read the stories? Well, at this point, at the Zoom, had you read the stories? No, not the Zoom. No, you hadn't no, read the no. stories at the Zoom. Yes, I had. No, you had not. Yes, they had even sent them. They'd been sent three weeks before, Sam. They were sent just before the fucking Jesus. thing. So, yes, I had read them, um, uh, and they discussed different things uh, that we were going to be doing, uh, one of which was, how do you feel about going up the red carpet on scooters? <laughs> now, at the time, didn't think it through, didn't think it would happen, was drunk. So didn't really assume that that was actually going to be a thing. Best part of the night. We get to Sunday. Oh, this actually, no. Before that, we did have some, some press to do about um, uh, Pride of Britain. We were, um, uh, we spoke to a few different publications and whatnot. Sam did Sunday brunch. I did, um, yeah. I've done Sunday brunch before. Great show. Enjoy it. You did Sunday brunch. Is it first time? Uh, second time ever, yeah. Second time. And how did you enjoy it? it loved it. Long show. Yep. Long show, that. All right, that doesn't sound like you enjoyed it. <laughs> so just, just go through what, what happened then for Sunday Brunch for you. Right, so, well, I mean, it was actually just a really good bit of press, really, I feel like, for, for Pride of Britain, to be honest. We um, turn up, early doors, and just sat there with, like, five different people on a panel. And every sort of, like, half an hour, they take them to the sofa and you go and talk about what you're there to talk about. And everyone sort of claps afterwards and goes, well done. Play a couple of games. You play a game called Guess the Egg. I wasn't actually selected for Guess the Egg. Well, it's funny, that, because I've got some... Um, some points from your Sunday brunch experience. <clears throat> uh, you so you mentioned. Well, yeah, within 30 seconds. <laughs> it's because I fall back on you if I get nervous. I wasn't there. Yeah, I know, but I just, I, I, I know if I mention your name that it's like, it's, we can have a conversation. So, uh, but I, I'm going to put one thing here which, which slightly concerns me. Sunday brunch host slagged Pete off. Didn't slag you off. He basically, it's the guy who likes you, not Tim the cook. Who's the other guy? No, Tim. Oh, it's Tim the other guy, yeah. Tim and Simon. Tim likes, so Tim basically, <laughs> I said to Tim, I went, P is like my big brother. I went, I go to him for all my advice. You know, he's the person I go to if anything happens in my life, anything serious, I go to Pete because he's lived a very storied life. Every, every wrinkle on his face tells a story. And uh, I go, so I call him up for advice. And Tim stops the interview and goes, you got to Pete Wicks for advice. He goes, he's the last person I would ever even ask a question about life to. Um, he was stunned. That is a fair point. To be fair. I he don't does really like you, though. Just... Um, yeah, no, they're actually great. Um, but you just mentioned you played Guess the Egg. No, I didn't um, play Guess the Egg. They played Guess the Egg. Well, it's funny that because actually you did play the Guess the Egg, even though you weren't invited to play because you just kept interrupting everybody. <laughs> Um, now, Guess the Egg was played with uh, Hamza, who loves birds. Yeah, yeah, Hamza, um, great guy. Yeah. Chris Packham, who I know very well. Uh, Chris Packham's an absolute fucking legend. Um, you don't know... How the hell never do you met. know Chris Packham? Because we've done loads of different things on Animal Chats together. He's an absolute fucking legend, Chris Packham is. Um, so they were doing uh, uh, Guess the Egg, which was uh, presumably, I'm guessing, uh, all I've got here is Guess the Egg, based on different birds and what the eggs were. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Okay, really good game, actually. Yeah, well, it, apparently, because you just kept jumping in, <laughs> despite the fact that you are not a wildlife expert, as they both are. You see, I didn't realise Chris Packham was a wildlife expert. But I thought they just so you just thought they randomly got some geezer. Yeah. So, but you didn't know Chris Packham was a wildlife expert, probably Britain's most foremost wildlife expert. 
for um, uh, uh, birds and anything that is British based. It was funny. They went, so Chris, when are you back in the forest? And I was like, that's a weird question. What did you think about? And he went, he, went, he went, I'm in the forest this afternoon. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, why the fuck are you going to the forest this so, afternoon? So Sam thought Chris Peckham was a lumberjack. Yeah. That's Didn't weird. quite understand. Hamza, I knew was, uh, uh, he loves birds. So I knew Hamza, but I thought they just randomly picked Hamza. Well, I had no idea that um, uh, Hamza liked birds until the actual part of Britain when we interviewed him on the red carpet and Sam went, have you seen any birds you like? <laughs> I wasn't, I was confused by this because he said something about a ring-tailed parakeet. Yeah. And I thought, I don't know if that's code. I don't know what that means. <laughs> this is not the place that we do that. Um, I remember your face when I asked him that. You went, why the fuck are you asking about the birds? Seen any birds you like? <laughs> Pete's in his black tie, uh, staring thought, at me going, what the fuck have you I done? Thought, that's a random question for the Pride of Britain. <laughs> <laughs> not entirely sure about that one. Seen any birds you like? We have to get a video of that because it's so. I'm literally being staring into my soul, and I literally went, Pete, no, don't worry, I've got this. Trust me. Um, so anyway, um, but that's not all that happened. I you... thought I knew all the eggs. That's why I kept them cutting in, though. Yeah. Based on what? Well, based what? on the fact that I like David Attenborough, and I feel, I feel like some of them would trick questions and stuff. So basically, guess the eggs where they'll put an egg on the screen. We and guess what guess the egg is. Okay, fine. And basically, so it's a thing it's they play. It's fairly self-explanatory. So it's a thing they one. play, but my mic is... I didn't realise this at the time, but my mic is still on. So they're on these two. They're on a two-shot. You know what TV is like. So on a two-shot of these two, right? And then you could just hear in the background, apparently, me going, yeah, that's a snake egg, that one. Oh, I know which one that is. And the camera has to keep panning to me. So it's got me, these two wildlife experts, like, debating about what the egg is. And I'm going, I think it's a puffin. And I'm turning around, but it's definitely a puffin egg. It's definitely a puffin egg. <laughs> eventually, the runner, the floor guy was like, you've got to stop cutting in. I mean, it's a little bit like, I don't understand why you cut in so much. Because I genuinely, it's a quiz. Not for you. Yeah, you weren't playing. I thought everyone just got involved. But you weren't playing. <laughs> yeah. It's for the two people that know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> not you. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's not all you did. Um, what else did I do? Well, you spilt sank down yourself and then one oh, of yeah. the other guests had to clean it off you. Yeah, she was lovely. Oh, she's Stephen Graham's wife. Yes, well, we were going to get onto this as well. Absolutely gutted that you met Stephen Graham's wife. She's also uh, an actress. Um, she loves us. Does she? Yeah. Wish Stephen did. No, no, no. I told I told her the story about Stephen not wanting to come on the podcast. So she went, I'll have a word of him. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I haven't even told you. Yeah. I we sat down. He, I know. You, I said, you know he's in my top three. I guests. said that. I said, I went, so I sat, we sat down. And she went, I'm a big fan of all your videos of Pete. And I went, oh, my God, that's so sweet. She was talking. They went, Stephen Graham. And I went, I know that name. When she was getting interviewed. And they put a photo of Stephen Graham. I went, oh, fuck me. That's Stephen Graham. And so I then turned around when she came and sat back down. So I screeched then. And I know I'm not meant to be screeching anymore. But I, I then, when she sat down, I was like, oh, my God, my best mate is in love with your husband. I was like, he absolutely... I feel like you could have put that better. Well, you are. Well, I admire him and I think he's a great actor and I would love to have him guest. I, I'm not I'm not sort of in love with him where I'm waiting in the bushes outside I, his house. No, but I then You know, said, I'm not stalking him. I then went, it's I just Pete. think he's fabulous at what he does. I think he's a great actor and he's a fucking legend. I then said it was I'm Pete. not in love with him. Can we just point that but out? But she then turned around and went, oh my God, Pete Wiggs. I went, yeah. And I went, we actually asked him to come on the podcast. And she laughed and went, don't worry, I get him to do everything. He does anything I ask. I'll put in a good word. Oh, I think she's DM'd you. I think she was like, oh, I'll DM you. Hannah Walters, follow back. Just shouldn't allow him out. She DM'd me! <laughs> yes! So bloody lovely to meet you today. Have, have, have the rest of a glorious day. Have fun at the awards and say hi to Pete.
Hello. There's no Stephen Graham mentioned in that. Okay. Because she went home and he went, I don't think so, darling. I don't care. I'm going straight in. No. Yeah, we're going in. All right. Fuck no. it. I'm sending a voice note. Sam. Hannah, I, I thank you so much for that lovely, lovely message. It was so nice to sit next to you um, at Sunday brunch. And I just feel like it was, I was a bit nervous and you were really cool. And I just, so I'm waffling now a little bit because I'm a bit nervous. Um, I'm actually here with Pete and uh, we're at Staying Relevant, the podcast. And um, we just wanted to, well, Pete's obviously, as, as you know. Hannah, I'm just going to butt in there, darling. I apologise that you had to sit next to Sam. I know that's a struggle, especially on a Sunday morning. I apologise for this voice note because he's waffling. I hope you're well. Tell Stephen I said hello. Okay. Um, it, just, uh, Hannah, if there's any way we could potentially get get this in front of Stephen, we would we, we'd love him on the podcast. We'd love both of them on the podcast, maybe as a duo. That'd be great. Um, I know you're busy. I know he's busy. But we would be, I promise This is the you, longest voice you've no, ever, ever heard. Now you're making it even longer. Anyway, I love, Diana, thank you so much. I'm, thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll see what happens now. Well, that's Oh, I'm much, sweating. That's pretty much put the stake in the heart of Stephen ever coming on the podcast. Um, Never know. Oh. You don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, but there's ways to ask, isn't there? That isn't it. Thanks for ruining that for me. <laughs> Sunday brunch was great, though. Uh, good. But Hannah wiped that stuff off my chin. Okay, excellent. So you were getting cleaned up by someone else's wife yeah. on Sunday morning TV. Is there anything that you can do that you don't fuck up? Uh, well, actually, they said that I was a really good guest. I imagine, yeah, they would, because, it, you know, you need that sort of light entertainment uh, when you're hungover on a Sunday morning. I did ask them how I was. Yeah. Um, you know, when you go up and you go, how did I do? No, I don't know. And I don't think anyone knows because not many people look for that validation straight <laughs> after they finish the job. However, you do. I mean, whenever we do a job together, I do tell everyone that you need a fluffer. Um, I, do. I do. You need to be told that you're doing well uh, at different moments. Even after this podcast, you say every week, how was that? Yeah. Can um, do it today? Yeah. No, I don't care. We then went to the Pride of Britain Awards. That actually, so we actually went to the Pride of Britain after Sunday brunch. And um, well, let me just put this back oh, into. Here we fucking go. I know you're going to talk about. I know what you're going to talk about. But I'm just going to see if you say it. Um, well, I know exactly. Well, of course, I'm going to talk about it because it, it happens uh, quite a lot when we're ever doing things like that. So Sam went to Sunday brunch, which had finished. Obviously, he had plenty of time. I knew. So I know. Plenty of time to get home, put his little whistle on, get himself. There on time. Sam was 45 minutes late. <laughs> no. To the Pride of Britain. Uh, to the point where I actually, me and Jude actually went and had a couple of drinks because we were waiting for him. And we couldn't start because we had to rehearse what we were doing beforehand. We only had 15 minutes to rehearse. That's such a lie. That's such a lie. I wasn't 45 minutes late. <laughs> I was 20 minutes late. 40. And the traffic was absolutely appalling. Traffic is bad. I was an hour late today. Traffic with traffic was really, so really bad. So I do bad. understand. Actually, good point. All right. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are not one to talk. And I turned up. We had plenty of time to practice. We got our cue cards. And then we got told about the scooters. Which I, we had sort of discussed a little bit on the Zoom, but you know when you sort of go, yeah, we'd love to, but you don't think it's ever going to happen. Then we get these two scooters thrust upon us and uh, this is where it got fun. But before we talk about the scooters, let's talk about Pete's outfit. So I turn up in what Pete calls a whistle. I turn up in tux. The one that he has. Pete has turned up in a low-cut black T-shirt with a, with a jacket on top. Quite dicey, but, you know, might be able to get away with it. Tattoos are showing, by the way. I know, at the Pride of Britain Awards. And on his feet... What's that? On his feet, leopard print boots. Okay, so I'm going to... He's got leopard print boots and flares. Okay, this just about sums up Sam's knowledge of fashion. I mean, we can all look for ourselves. But I had a flared velvet tux on, all right? 
beautifully fucking made velvet tux. It was a full tux. I did have leopard print boots on. They were a little bit rogue. I was going through my Cat Slater era. It was a good look. It was a little bit dicey, but it was fun. It says, look at me, I'm fun, but also <laughs> I'm serious. I'm I, loud. I'm um, avant-garde. I'm out there. I think it was a great outfit. Sam then decided to ask every person that he possibly could <laughs> what they thought of my outfit. Every single person went, I love it. So, do you know what? It's such a good icebreaker, though. So anyone comes up to be interviewed, before we say anything, what do you think about Pete's boots? <laughs> Sam did that laugh and everyone... We didn't have one bad comment. No. It was a good outfit. So I'm not going to take any criticism for my outfit, apart from the person that said it was Pat Butcher. So the scooters. So Sam and I had to open the red carpet. Now, this is really cool, by the way. <laughs> no one could come down the red carpet until we had cut the ribbon. Can we just say that again? No one could come down the red carpet. The whole show, the whole evening couldn't start until we'd cut the ribbon. We, we honestly, we had, uh, who was I? Was it Helen Flanagan? I think it was Helen Flanagan. Your girlfriend. And stood behind us and they couldn't come down the red carpet because we had to cut the ribbon first. Now, we had to do that live. That had to be done timed to perfection. We had to know what we were doing. We had cue um, cards. We did it 20 minutes late. We did. It wasn't our fault. To the point where they were going to have to cut the entire segment because there were then people queuing on Park Lane to try and get in. There were a lot of people, and for once, everyone turned up early. Yeah. Um, but there was technical issues and we couldn't, we couldn't. So we just stood there. Everyone was looking at us. They didn't know there were technical issues, so they just assumed that me and him had fucked it up. <laughs> Um, so everyone was going, look at him, look, I love them boots, but fucking their shit, um, uh, which was really awkward. Then, then we had to scooter up the red carpet. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, those shoes were not built for scootering on a red carpet. I don't get nervous. I'm not a nervous person. I was absolutely fine with that. I was shitting myself. <laughs> I was potentially going to take a tumble on a scooter on the red carpet. I nearly did. <laughs> but I made it. We did make it. It's a long old fucking red carpet as well. It's kind of playing that when you cut the ribbon, everyone goes, yeah! And then you go, come on, you get on your scooters, right? And you People get halfway cheering. up. Halfway up and it goes silent because everyone's like, fucking hell, get to the top. And you're sort of like, come on, I'll get, okay, this is long. We then had to say hello to Jude and do all the rest of it. Um, it took me 15, 20 minutes to get my breath back. Um, I sounded like Muttley on the fucking carpet. Um, but that was that. And then we, we hosted the red carpet and we interviewed all the amazing winners. Genuinely, Pride of Britain is... And I, I, like, I know a lot of people say it, and, but it is actually my favourite night of the year. It's the best award ceremony yep. and it honours the people that deserve it most. It genuinely is fucking fabulous. And the best part of this year was that every year you, you, you try and speak to as many of the winners as you can and find out about their stories. This year we got to meet every single one of them. We got a lot of time with them as well, which is yeah. really cool actually. Which because is amazing. A lot of the time it comes about the celebs. This time we literally like made it so much about the winners. So we had like... 15 minutes with each each section of winners which is actually really really cool it was really really and, and I don't think either of us fucked up no we didn't fuck up at all yeah, we didn't fuck up we didn't fuck up at all we didn't fuck up um, and we, we got invited back we we yeah we, we did quite well with it um, the what astounded me um, there was two people that standed me out of the winners Ravi and Freya um, yeah. who are um, uh, two of the kids that had, had won an awards and they were fucking amazing but what genuinely baffled me was that they were more eloquent and better with the microphone than Sam and, and I, than me. 
Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Sam's a presenter. But uh, but actually, they were actually fucking brilliant. They genuinely they were. weren't they? they were that really Ravi good. kid was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, he was really really good. So uh, yeah, great night. Loved it. Um, that was that, really. Well, yeah, but well, not just that was that. Like, let's not just like end it with that was that. Well, that, that was, was a huge milestone in both of our careers as working together as a duo and a twosome. Like we, that, we were a threesome. We, yeah, I know, but and as, it needed Jude. No, we, we needed. We definitely did. Need we fully Jude. needed Jude. Yeah, Jude was a brilliant anchor. Actually, she. Uh, they didn't trust us, <laughs> so they did give us someone who knows what they're doing. So there, Jude stood wrong. in between me and Pete, <laughs> so she could basically just pull us in, and she was brilliant. But it was a massive milestone for us because that Pride of Britain Awards is a huge as Pete said it's probably one of the biggest nights of the year when it comes to red carpets and um, it was like it, it's a really big thing to do and they were really happy with how we did it I'm really proud of us there is one thing that I wanted to say that I found absolutely fucking absurd so we are sat down having dinner at this point um, all of the winners are coming up Cal Vorderman's doing her thing with Ashley Banjo on stage and I look at my phone dings up little Sam Thompson alert comes up on the phone headline Zara McDermott hits Pride of Britain red carpet with Strictly partner Graziano with boyfriend Sam Thompson nowhere to be seen. Right? Nowhere to be seen. The Daily Mirror sponsor Pride of Britain Awards. <laughs> They've hired me to be the host of the red carpet and they have fucked me. They have literally, they know where I am because I'm on your red carpet interviewing my girlfriend for you on, on your red carpet. How shitty is that? They actually took it down to be fair. But I mean, Sam, that is Sam awful. complained. I did, I complained. You can't do that. That's mental. That's the press though. The press love to do anything like that. There's always stories about fucking all sorts of stuff, but it is a bit mad that it was there. <laughs> they put it up. That, I mean, that is, you know, not ideal. That's saying I'd expect from the opposite of the moon, not from the Daily Mirror. Um, but there we go. However, there were other um, there were other things that happened that night. Um, I was linked to someone as usual. Yes, who were you linked to? Maura Higgins. Uh, yeah, there is a little bit of flirt in there for sure. No, she's yes, a, there is. No, yes, she's a friend. Um, but anyway, the biggest part of the night for me, because um, Sam went home um, no, at, at, a, at a reasonable time. Yeah, Sam went home at a reasonable time because um, uh, because the story came out and he was sad. So um, so Sam left, um, and that's genuinely why I was told he left. That is uh, not he why he didn't I'd say left. goodbye at all. Stormed out. No, 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 no. So, no. Can I just quickly interlude? Very. I I was I, told by Sam's management that's why he left. That's such a fucking lie. I didn't leave because of that. I literally, we watched the whole award ceremony. The award ceremony had finished. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch the award ceremony. Award yeah. ceremony is finished. Yeah. And then, then it becomes mingling, right? This is where Pete does his thing. I've done my bit. Do you know what I mean? I've done the professional side of it. This is where Pete then props up the bar at the end. And he goes to something called the Red Bar, which is in the hotel. And you, you know that's where he's going to be found. I didn't even bother going in there to say goodbye to him. I knew that's where he was going to be, right? And lo and behold... I hear that's where he was. Pete's management comes up to him apparently and goes, Pete, we've got quite a long day tomorrow. You have to be home early. No and, one Pete, and Pete goes, absolute rubbish. Yeah, she did, Gemma. She went no, up to you and you've got to go home early. No, she didn't. She told me she did. <laughs> when you left. She told me the next day you did. She absolutely didn't. I was home by 12, by the way. I was well behaved. Um, he was. He jumped in the cab. But, um, uh, but he was propping up the bar. Yeah, because that's what you do at these things um, uh, when you're not sad because stories have come out. But um, the best part of the night was I had a picture of Karen Vorderman. Shut the fuck up! It doesn't matter because you went there. But Borders, she is delightful. Did you did you talk about a date? 
No, we didn't talk about a date. It's not Prada Brit. Do you talk about the podcast? Um, yes, we spoke <gasps> about the podcast. Um, she is delightful. Um, spoke to her very briefly. Uh, but yes, we finally met Carol Vorderman. I'm hoping, what was said? I'm hoping I can't remember. Um, well, it was a while ago now. Um, but uh, I think she, she, she's up for coming on the podcast. <gasps> no! That's a huge guest. So, so Vorderman's great. Um, who else was there? Loads of people. Um, but yeah, Borders. Yeah, Borders. Sat on that sofa. Borders was there. A lot of people didn't see, though. There's an awful lot of people that were there who I just don't remember even being, like, or even seeing. It's such a big fucking thing, though, isn't it? There was people on tables that I just didn't even get a chance to see. And everyone was messaging afterwards, like, saying, what the fuck were you? Right at the front, mate, because we were working there, baby. Yeah, but even at the bit after, it's, it's weird. You don't often, because normally everyone kind of... But yeah, it was good. Good night. Overall, me and Pete have levelled up Pride of Britain Awards 2023, coming at you live and direct. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing next. <sighs> I just get nervous now. What do I normally say? Thank you so much for listening to Staying Relevant, the podcast told by two best... Told by two best friends. Yeah. The podcast spoken. No. Podcast hosted, hosted, hosted. yeah. The podcast hosted Fucking by cold. two best friends. I don't know. I felt like it was a story. Yeah, but it's not. A st- well, I mean, we're telling stories, but it's not like a story, is it? It's not like fucking Tom Hardy doing all the little fucking kiddie stories. You'd be great at that. No, no, I don't think I would. In your leopard print boots. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Staying Relevant, hosted by two bestest of best pals and brothers not removed at all Peter James Wicks and Sam Thompson we are here for another week next week in a week's time that was fucking dreadful <laughs> Help but you get the point next week we'll be back uh, I think that's what he means by that rate review and do all that sort of stuff follow us on Instagram Stay Relevant Podcast on uh, TikTok Stay Relevant Podcast on Snappy C yeah we're on Snappy C Snapchat and that's just Staying Relevant Staying Relevant at Staying Relevant, Stay relevant. Uh, YouTube just search for Staying Relevant every Friday the visuals to this come out from the episode from the Monday uh, rate review and do all that crap do Five leave a stars. comment as well yeah we, that's review oh yeah yeah, yeah leave a review Comment and review are the same thing. But yeah, see you all soon. Ta-da. We love you so much. Yeah, we don't mind you. <laughs> we do whatever we do. Okay, we do. we're off now. Keep reviewing. Goodbye. Thank you. Okay, see ya. Goodbye. See ya. Ta-da. Yeah. Okay, let's just get on this bed bug thing because it is quite topical at the minute. Uh, I don't understand it. Why? How, how has this happened? Where are they coming from? France. France, the fuckers. And they're coming down the Eurostar onto... Is this what I'm hearing? So yeah, they're, they're flying the Eurostar. In. Well, I heard that they're just travelling down the Eurostar. Um, and then they are getting on the uh, underground. Yeah, they are. They're all in the tube. The and, then, and then everyone's taking them home and, and sleeping with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why? Insanity Group. <laughs>